friends are coming over tonight Step 
guess it was meant to be Romance is misery, so much for memories And now I'm headed to the penitentiary See me on TV, the next cop series I am a danger, I guess I should've did something about my anger But I never learned, real things that don't concern I pour kerosene on everything I love and watch it burn I know it's my fault, but I wasn't happy it was over She threw a fit, so I crashed her daddy's nose say good morning to everybody. Welcome to uh, another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show here on a Monday. Beautiful, beautiful weather. Remember last week? I mean, it was miserable. Ice and snow on the ground. It's going to be 70 today. Fuck, I love living in Texas. Uh, Let's get some good mornings out the way, shall we? First one here today was Mike D. He says, good morning, ass. Monday Blues, Arnaldo, we're going to need some help to relieve this today. Oh, I got it. Uh, I got your prescription. Oh, yeah, I do. Holy shit. Am I fired up? Uh, Straight Fire says, good morning, ass. Here we go again. Yes. Yes, here we go again. Oh, God damn, I can't wait to get started. I mean, look, look I, I, I spent this weekend finding really cool uh, sound effects and stuff. And, and for this sound effect... The person that was with me when I first heard this, Braddy Kidd, good morning to you. Listen up. Ever plow a field to plant the quinoa or sorghum or whatever the hell it is you eat? You kill everything on the ground and under it. You kill every snake, every frog, every mouse, mole, vole, worm, quail. You kill them all. So I guess the only real question is, how cute does an animal have to be before you care if it dies to feed you? So true. So, so very true. So I've been working on that stuff this weekend. Uh, let's see. Uh, Guten Morgen, Arch family. What's up, Douglas? How you doing? 
Andrew says, morning, y'all. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Thank you. You too, buddy. Special set. Kale says, good morning, Douglas. You Nazi fuck. <laughs> Christopher. Christopher's in the house. Says, happy Monday, ass family. So happy to see you guys. Let's have another great week together. Uh, okay, so let me pause the good mornings to give my real quick review. I didn't write one out because Christopher said it best. If you go to a jackass movie and you expect anything but jackass, you, in fact, are the jackass. Jackass, whatever, four came out this weekend and went and saw that. I think that may be the funniest jackass movie there's been. Mm, mm, mm. Minus one caveat. Way too much dick and balls. I mean, if I want to see that much dick and balls, I'll watch porn. Far too, I mean, dick and balls. No thanks. But, absolutely brilliant, funny. I, I thought it was great. That, 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 I thought it was great. But I'm a big fan of the jackasses. Arise says, good morning. Hot Mama says, happy Monday. Ask, oh, Hangtown Jen's in the house. Hangtown Jen, we have a new sexual thing. It's called the Moses. Lick someone else's fingers after they have been inside an <laughs> Sorry. It's only a quick one. The Moses. Lick someone else's fingers after they have been inside an There you go. You lick someone's fingers after they've been in an asshole. See, Jen, you know, you know, I, I saw you there and I, I built it up. <laughs> she says, you know, when I logged in, I just click on the mixer icon on my page. But for some reason, <coughs> I clicked the link in the email. It took me here. But on the outskirts page, I could re- hear the music and uh, such, but not say hi. Like Twilight Zone of Ass. I'm glad to be here now. Well, we are glad to have you. But saw a jackass. That was a that was look. This weekend was really weird because that was Friday. We went and saw it, and the roads weren't bad. Then went out Saturday and Sunday, and of course Saturday wasn't bad for the most part. Sunday was fucking parking lot. Everybody was out on Sunday, so I didn't go out that much. That was a crazy weekend. Uh, Might have found a new sushi place. Going to try it out this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a little antsy on it, but you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Where are we gonna go today? Oh, 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 oh! Shit, we gotta do this. Uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Today. Oh wait, we gotta have the special sound effects. Right? Yeah. Today, we are proud. We are proud. To announce the winner of today's Whoopi Award, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Pretty much for just being her. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, she does so much. Iraz sent it to me, and I was like, you know what? I don't even care what it's for. I mean, I'm honestly surprised that she did not win the inaugural whoopee. But we all know that was Susan Sarandon. 
Uh, but yes, uh, the winner of today's Whoopi Award goes to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I do believe, I think we have a story about her coming up today. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, that doesn't make sense, though. If it's the Moses, it should have to do with parting of the Red Sea. or has to. I, I hate special care. That's just what they said. I, I, I don't know. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? Arnie, what did you think of Pogo Stick Cup Test? Worst ball painting? That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Look, I'll, I'll, this one guy is doing cup check on pretty much everybody in every sport. I don't know when Pogo Stick became a sport. But so this dude lets a, a, another dude on a pogo stick, pogo stick him right in the, in the ding ding. Now, it, you know, a pogo stick, it hits and then it squashes down. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen a human being do. Did I laugh? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But fuck that. No, no, you, you keep your paycheck. Man, oh, man, oh, gee, huh, huh, I'm just thinking about, oh, goddamn. It's like, it, ladies, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the balls. Get you one of them, like, like hard, like, think about a, a, a big fat grape that you can pinch, but it won't pop. You know, one of those? Yeah, that's what we're talking about here. No, uh-uh, Mm-mm. no thanks. Mm-mm. Ah, anything else over the glorious weekend? I, I'm not sure. Christopher, I hope you're keeping the bus on the road because that's some pretty funny shit. I think I would rather have taken the punch from, oh, the punch from the UFC fighter, that had been the first one. That's number one. If, if I got to list them out, number one is that. Number 800,605,000 would be the goddamn pogo stick. The boxer, no problem. I think I, I think softball pitcher, eh. Yeah, we've all been hit by a pitch. Um, there was another, there, there was one before the, the one. The, the one I want to try next to the pogo stick, of course, is the hockey puck. No, uh-uh, no. The secret snake. <laughs> uh, all right, let's start the show, shall we? Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to America, and you haven't, um, I'm, I'm so upset about this. And it's not because of what you think. Joe Rogan has had a massive hit piece put on him. All for things that he has said in over the last, well, 12 years of his podcast, but 20 years probably in general. And all the times he said the dreaded and terrible Inward. He said it a lot. Okay. Whatever. And they're playing this. It's on the internet. He's come out to apologize for it, to say the things he... 
I, I, I don't care if he apologizes or not. I, I Look, it, that's not up to me if he should apologize or not. That's up to him and his God. Do I think he's a racist? The word is no. This isn't about race, people. The, 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 look, look. Did you not see this coming down the pike? We'll get to the double standard of the N-word at some point in this conversation because this is the conversation that we're going to have because we need to have it. If you don't know the story, I just kind of told you the story over the last umpteen years. Joe Rogan has had this podcast, and he's been growing and growing and growing and growing and growing because he's funny. I'll give it to him. He's a funny guy. He's a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. He was on news radio. Good morning, Cowboys girl. And this is a guy who's become very, very popular. Now, why has he become popular? Because he's he's as honest as he as he wants us to believe he is. I, because I do believe he is. But if you don't, then that's fine. That he has given us what we all really truly wanted, but in the form of podcast, and that's reality. He has real conversations with people. No publicist can come in and say, oh, you can't ask about this or that or this. And he can say whatever the fuck he wants because he's not on public airwaves. And lo and behold, he has a hundred million people listening to him. A hundred million people listen to his show. I admire the shit out of that. As a professional broadcaster who's been in the industry for 30 years, I admire that. Do I have to like it? No, I admire it for the professional for my profession. As I admired Howard Stern for how many fans he had. You ever have a hundred million? I don't think so. Oh no, 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 no. Now, what happens? What happens when you get this guy and he's not regulated? He's not held back. He can say what he wants to say. Nobody gave a shit about Joe Rogan. Until he signed a contract with Spotify, and then he got COVID. 11 million views an episode, yeah. Joe Rogan. See, Gale says, not surprising to use the N-word. I mean, he is a liberal. I don't know what Joe Rogan is. But Joe Rogan comes out and says, hey, this fucking vaccine... You ain't got to take it. You got to do, do what I did. And he, he, did, he didn't even say do what I did. He just said what he did. Rut roll. And whoa, lo and behold, it worked. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? And when it, when it worked for him, he talked about it on his show. Never told anybody to do exactly what he did. He told people about it, and you know what? When they got COVID, they did that. Oh, lo and behold, it worked. 
Now, maybe it works because a lot of people he talked to are his peers. His peers, peers, those are people that are in your group, that you hang with, that do what you do. He's a mixed martial artist dude. He hangs out with other mixed martial artist dudes and comedians. Boy, if there couldn't be a further fucking stretch in the physical world there. Works out, does all this kind of stuff. He hangs out with those kind of people. And that's the kind of show he's done for 12 years with those kind of people. His buddies in the comedy world, his buddies in the UFC world, he's done those shows. And they're open and frank conversations between two people about what they do believe or not believe in. Okay? And we all love listening in. I don't know why. It's fascinating. Uh, good morning. Uh, I shared on Facebook Bill Maher and is calling out of the left. Quite hilarious. Well, I, I do have the, the Bill Maher story here in a second. Um, but he comes out, so he questions COVID. So what happens? The narrative now changes that the government is after Joe Rogan. They want Spotify to, you know, artists are saying, pull him or pull me because what he says about COVID doesn't go along with my beliefs. And Spotify said, no, well, he has the right to say that stuff. You have the right to pull him your music. And they pulled the music. And then the White House got involved. The White House. The White House, who has a guy in office that is so dumb that he recently said this. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. He's allowed to say that. That's a word I know that is a no-no word. Joe Rogan, though, the guy who questioned the COVID thing, now is a racist? Boy. Boy, you want to talk about character assassination. And that's not even at its finest. I mean, come on. Throw woman hater in there before you throw in racist. Misogynistic pig. Then you can do racist. You've only got one more to go. And that's saying that Joe Rogan says it's okay for pedophilia to happen. I mean, I so honestly, here's the honest conversation that you have to have. Is the world a a safer place from racism without Joe Rogan on it? I say absolutely, positively not. This is is beyond mind-blowing. And they see, it shows it happens. Oh, he's a whack job. He's a whack job, right? And by the way, he was never an anti-vaxxer. From what I understand, I believe he said the same stuff that somebody else maybe in my chair was saying. Get the shot, don't get the shot. I don't care. It's up to you. 
They want to destigmatize pedos. Fuck them. Yeah, I, I mean, look, look. The whole idea of letting let, letting pedophiles go, that's the end of our society. I, I, I'm sorry, that is truly the end of our society. And, and it's proven. Let me let me show you this. I I did some homework this week, and you guys should be pretty interested in this. I'm going to ruin it for you, so sorry. Uh, I won't ruin the ending ending because I haven't gotten it yet. I have watched the uh, the new show on Prime called Reacher. Story about Jack Reacher, who's a fictional character. He's this fucking badass from the army, right? That Tom Cruise just ruined. For a while, in the time, it, because Jack Reacher is a book. It's a book series, and Jack Reacher was this fucking army specialist, right? Who was like humongous. He was built like an ox, right? And then they let Tom Cruise play him in the movie. I mean, it was like it was like Hercules getting played by a Tom Cruise, right? So watch this, right? And now it's cast, right? It's on Prime. So I'm watching this thing, right? And they accuse him of being a war criminal. What is war crime? He tells what his war crime is. Pretty much kills some guys that are pedophiles. Now, is that a war crime? I don't think that's a war crime. Killed pedophiles. Okay. But that's what they do. They try to assassinate your character. And now they're calling Joe Rogan a racist for the things that he said. Uh, they had target on him for a minute. He reaches too many people. If they didn't think the race card was coming, you haven't played it, paid attention. It won't stop there. Next is rape charges. Oh, good call. Mike D. Mike D. Bravo. Bravo, because there is that jump right there from, from racist now to raper, then to pedophile. Good call, Mike. Good. Yeah, I forgot that one. Reacher means he can reach things. Tom Cruise needs a stool or ladder. (laughs) The Rock is one of those people who blows with the wind and says, yes, he has no spine. Oh, wait till you hear what I have to say about The Rock here in a second. So Joe Rogan, who was originally tagged for not going along with the COVID stuff, right? Well, The Rock last week came out and said, Joe Rogan, I'm going to come on your show, brother, and I support you. And then, so I guess somebody in that group over there that didn't like Joe Rogan before said, oh, no, you didn't. You stole my rock. I grew up with the rock. I'm going to keep the rock. So this is what I'm going to do. Joe Rogan, you're a racist. And lo and behold, this video drops. And what happens? Oh, Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne, what has happened to you, brother? You've changed. Saying that, oh, I'm going to put you down now, Joe Rogan, and I am not going to be on your show. You insensitive man, you. So, then what happened? That person who's a big Joe Rogan said, no, you can't do that. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dig into your history now, Rock. Uh, 
I'm going to play all the bad things that you've said, including calling John Cena a bloated transvestite Wonder Woman ready to fight crime. Promo wrestling clips are scripted to rule the characters. Uh, mocking impression, impressions of Chinese language in the 13th annual Survivor Series. Oh, man. I love it. So, so somebody got so mad on the Rocks team that they, they did this. Come on, Bob. Come on, get in here, dummy. Oh, no, you didn't. You didn't come after my rock. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> MK Ultra and fame is what happened to the rock. Just another Hollywood sellout. Man, oh, man, if he wasn't before, holy shit is he now. But, 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 but. <laughs> I think The Rock is a protected man. Oh, yeah. I think there is an inner circle within an inner circle in Hollywood now. And people that I really hate are in charge of that circle. How'd they get that circle? Oh, I don't know. I imagine they probably murdered a bunch of kids. Probably fucking touched all kind of wieners. I don't know. But isn't it funny? Isn't it hysterical? That Joe Rogan says these things on his podcast, and now he's a bad guy, and we're going we're gonna to get rid of him. Yet another broadcaster named Howard Stern once did a pay-per-view, uh, about a seven-minute bit, seven, eight-minute bit with Sherman Helmsley, where he played Ted Danson, so he was playing another person who was playing somebody with blackface on. And he was saying all kinds of things, including the N-word, over and over and over and over again. Um, how come he's still allowed to broadcast? Well, because, you know, this. Oh, okay, but Joe Rogan, he said all this stuff, right? And, 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 and he, he's a bad guy. Yeah, but what about Jimmy Fallon? You know, the time he put blackface on to impersonate Chris Rock? Oh, that's Jimmy Fallon. He's okay. He's not as bad as that that Joe Rogan that that just said it. Said the N-word. Not as bad as that Jimmy Kimmel. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, yeah, when he put blackface on and played Carl Malone and made him sound stupid. Or Robert Downey Jr. when he played a black guy in a movie. Protected Joe Rogan for just saying it. Thrown to the wolves. Bill Maher came out this week. Now, Bill Maher's been saying a lot of good stuff lately. 
lot of good stuff. I, I've I've given it up to him. I I I have I not? I I've been cool to Bill Maher. Bill Maher on Friday night said uh, took aim at cancel culture as media controversies engulfed the View and Jeff Zucker. Uh, let's see, uh, everyone enjoying karma. First of all, there's no fucking thing as karma. Okay, get over that. Whoopi uh, uh, attacks me on a regular basis, so she says stupid shit on a regular basis. It's just so uh, happened to coincidence or coincide. Whoopi Goldberg, who, by the way, I hope is still a friend. We can disagree with each other. Should not be canceled or put off her show. As much as I totally disagree with her statement, free speech. She should be there. She shouldn't get a timeout. So what is it? What is it? Now, I'll tell you exactly what it is, but you ain't going to like it. Is it Whoopi Goldberg can say this and we have to say, yes, she should be able to say this. It is protected under free speech. Joe Rogan. Or any number of the people over the last 15 years or 15 months, it seems like, especially for things you've done 15, 10, 20 years ago. Should they be thrown out too? Hmm? I'm going to tell you the answer right here, right now. You see, Bill Maher has wanted people canceled in the past. You can't come out and go, no, 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 not now. We can't do this. Well, of course, Bill Maher will say that. He did use the N-word right in front of Ice Cube and then apologized immediately. This is what it should be. I, 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 and I, I, just, I just want you to, to understand where I'm coming from. It should be everyone is allowed to say everything and... You need to grow the fuck up. Exactly. If, by chance, you don't like what they have to say, you, uh, let's see, what what drop do I want to use for that? (sighs) No, yeah, I I have no drops for it. I mean, mean, honestly, the, the, the drop is, you need to grow the fuck up. And move on and realize it's not your problem. It's not. If it is a problem for you, then you should deal with it. Society isn't going to deal with it. Shut up and let people talk. You know why? Because there's this one thing that we've been missing in our society for such a long, long time, and it's overdue. consequences we're not we're, 
We're not willing to live with the consequences anymore. And I, nothing makes me more angry than that. That's the problem that I have. Were there real consequences for the guys who were named in the Me Too movement? Yes, because they did stuff, and it was wrong to do that stuff. By the way, even though we knew that stuff was going on on a regular basis, i.e. casting couch. But that's okay, because now we've come together as a society and said, no, that's bad. Those guys did bad stuff. We knew they were doing bad stuff. Now, when you make a bad joke, or or I don't know, I I, I don't even know any. Oh, when you make a a drunk mistake, if you will, because once again, I still don't know who he apologized to. Morgan Wallen, the country singer. Calls it, makes sure his friend, but he refers to him as the soft A ending. Videotaped by a neighbor. He doesn't know that's videotaping him. And he is completely kicked out of country music. Completely. Eviscerated from country music. Because he's a racist. Because he said the N word. Because he said one word, he's a racist. Yet Whoopi Goldberg goes on television knowingly and says the Holocaust wasn't about race, meaning that Jews have never ever been inferior or, or, or been called an inferior race. I'll let her slide. We'll let that one slide. We're gonna let that one go ahead and go. Morgan Wallen kicked out of pretty much every major country establishment is selling out concert tickets left and right. I say good for him. Fuck the establishment. Because this is horse shit. This picking and choosing of who we are and are not going to eviscerate, ruin the life of. I have no problem ruining the life of people of people that did bad, actual bad. You touch a kid, you, 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 you touch a female against her will, that's doing something bad. Calling your friend the N-word in a drunken rant, funning around, Probably a youngster that grew up listening to hip-hop music where that word was thrown around like there's nobody's business. He's the racist. Interesting. Uh, Shit, this youth nowadays can turn anyone off. If they hear something they didn't like, uh, must be gone ASAP. It stews in their heads. The reason she got a pass is because the Anti-Defamation League said, okay, we accept her apology, and they did so because they're a liberal organization, according to Ben Shapiro, 
They're far removed from the original mission and simply have agenda nowadays. Well, I, 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 have, I didn't see any of that, and I appreciate you ogre, uh, showing that. I, I don't know. I'd look. You can't be let off by an organization and society goes along with it because then the NRA would have gotten all these kids off. But that's a whole different thing. All I want is some consistency and logic. Oh, and fuck your feelings. Okay, that's all I want. If comedians... I I don't know what's happened to comedy over the last, I don't know, 20 years, 25 years. It's not funny anymore. You want to know why? Because it really doesn't reflect society. It reflects a fake society that's out there. A real society would allow people to talk the way they wanted to talk, say the things they wanted to say, and if you didn't like what they had to say, you kept walking. My nephew, who is black, goes up to the white kids at schools and pressures them to say the N-word. Like uh, That just seems like entrapment because society frowns upon white people using that word. Is this uh, kind of like bullying on my nephew's part? I would say, sure, absolutely it is. I mean, you think about it. Ending someone is far more powerful than beating the hell out of them. I imagine a lot of these people would rather take an ass-whooping than get their character completely assassinated. Because that's what happens now when you say the N-word. It's no longer one of those learning lessons. It is complete character assassination. Unless, of course, it's in a movie. This, to me, is the most asinine conversation we have as Americans, and I think it wastes so much fucking time, and yet I'm yet ready to have it again. I forget who the rapper was. Uh, a few years ago, brought a young lady on stage to rap his biggest hit with him. And uh, he stopped the show, brought her up on stage, this honky girl. He's like, you sure you know the words? And she's like, oh, I know the words. And they start rapping off against one another. They duet rap, a rap it. I think we've we've done it. We have done it, ass family. We have come up with another word. When a male rapper raps with a female rapper, it is a rapet. I don't, even, I don't even know where I was going now. I've lost my whole train of thought. Please, somebody tell me where I was going with that. Uh, like, he really doesn't care about the word so much as him. I have discussions about how uh, it's just a word, but we know that it's unacceptable for white people to use it. I feel everyone can use it uh, if no one should. 
That is the entire basis of this argument. We say that it's okay for one group of, of society to use this word, yet another group can't. Why? Because, well, they're not that skin tone. So, so because I'm white, I can't use the N-word. Okay, all right, all right. Well, what can we say they can't have of ours? Can't say that anymore because that'd be racist. Wait a second, wait a second. They can have this, but we can't have nothing? Yeah, that's pretty much it because, see, there's, there's this idea that you guys already have everything. Oh, the white girl on stage with the rapper. Okay, okay, this is where I was going with it. This, this, this is stupidity of it, right? So he goes into this rapette, and he has the N-word in there, and she raps the word. He stops the show. I think she said it like two times in the rap. She knew the words. Remember, he asked her, are you sure you know the words? And she's like, yes, I know the words. Then they start their rap at. And she says the words. And he stops the show and he kicks her off the stage and people are booing her and they're throwing shit at her. She's the bad guy? Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait a second. She's white. He's black. He can say it. She can't. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty bad. I mean, that sounds like if there was a water fountain in town. And they said only one color of people can have the water that's okay too right just just wonder no 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 i'm getting i'm the big thumbs down why why is that different we're saying that a person can use a word but they can't use a water fountain hmm derek says that's fucking bullshit Bandom crackers and Ritz, and fuck while we're at it, uh, saltines. I don't want to hear the word saltiness uttered from a person who's not pasty as me. The rapper set her up. If he really had a problem, he wouldn't have brought up a white girl on stage for the rap. He knows he has the word in it. It was political theater. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I agree. It was. But the problem was, it was political theater for him, but real life for her. That girl got death threats. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. And this, this, we, we have allowed all this. And, it, and I, I don't know if it's about power. I don't know what it's about. I just know I'm done with it. I'm so tired of it. Oh, God almighty. I'm sure when the comet strikes, people say, well, it's racism. Oh, they will. You know they will, my friend. I feel like that was stupid on her part. She should have skipped that word like they do on the radio. I don't know. Like like not getting chastised by, by him saying, you know all the words.
How do you exist in society today knowing that there's something you can't say when you're white? She should have used the word honky. <laughs> I, I just don't even understand. Like, I, I I see all these stories, and I just laugh now. I just, I have to laugh. We've all allowed it to happen. It's all fucking there. Look, it, it, it moves on. It moves on and on and on and on and on and on and on. We allow shit to happen. This has just come out recently, like, within the last... last few hours so it's kind of ladies and gentlemen can i please have your attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen okay so look this isn't anywhere near but we're going near that when it comes to being a climate person and one of all these people and doing all this shit we will cancel people if you are not Really on board, on board. Nancy Pelosi spent over $500,000 on private jets last year alone. And then claimed that we all have a moral obligation to reduce emissions? Now, now, now I'm sorry, I... on private jets. That seems like a lot of money. She's flying privately all these times, right? But then says, oh, we have a moral obligation to this. Are, Are you also dumping toxic sludge everywhere you go? Once again, don't look here. Nothing's happening. We all have to look in different directions. How about this, for example? This was, I, I, this I think had to be probably one of my favorite stories of the entire weekend. And it's simply a picture of Stacey Abrams. You know, America's Mayor Precious or wannabe Governor Precious. Big old fat gal from the South, black woman. Humongous. Tried to run for governor and lost and has never ever taken that one so, so, so well. A 10,000 flight, what does that math out to? Uh, like, how much does it cost for one private jet? Fifty to $100,000? I have no clue. Just curious how much each flight cost. She sings under the name Lizzo. <laughs> Yet, if she actually sang under Lizzo, nobody would hear her. Um, she took a picture this weekend at Glenwood Elementary School outside of Atlanta to kick off the third annual African-American read-in, where she met with young students and teachers. The picture went viral with Abrams sitting on the floor with her legs crossed, smiling without a mask on, while all the children and adults behind her had a mask on. 
whoopsie. That's a big whoopsie right there, isn't it? Taking a picture without the old mascaroni on and you got the kids behind you, you know, the underlings behind you, all masked up. I mean, uh, <laughs> that is true. Duh. Bad move. I, I, I got to say, is that a bad move? Duh. I don't know if that was worse or Joe Biden doing this one. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Dear God. Because in Scranton, there weren't any. Dear there were very God. few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. Wow. Open smiles and full recognized faces are essential for publicity. Wow. I love it. I love it. See, these are the things I love when they when they fuck up on their own. See, this would be an Arnie fuck up. If Arnie was up to something and and there was photographic proof that Arnie needed he didn't even need, he just took, and then over in the corner of the picture somewhere, is there something, and it got Arnie in trouble? Whoopsie. Mayor Garcetti nodded approvingly for Stacey Abrams. Yes, Mayor Garcetti, who said he would take the mask off for pictures and hold his breath. And we, the people, have accepted it. Nobody is calling him out for that. I'm the only person. I, I look, look, I haven't seen any backlash against Garcetti for saying, oh, no, I hold my breath. What the fuck does that mean? Is this the code now that they're going to say because Douglas says Stacy held her breath? She can't, as a fellow fat person, sitting down like that. No, you can't hold your breath. But once again, we the people. I mean, look, here, here, I'll share the picture with y'all. There she is sitting there. Oh, my God. There's no way. Being a fat person, I know for a fact I could not hold my breath in that position. I'm trying to hold my breath right now, and I don't want to hold my breath. I'm talking. I talk for a living. I'm reading all these comments. Hey, uh, Stacey Abrams, did you forget something? <laughs> I love it. See, this is what I truly love. It is the calling out on both sides like this. This is so great. If this was the other way, that person, Stacey Abrams, ruined. If she's on the other side, if she wasn't part of this whole protected idea that's going on right now. God bless America for how stupid we are. Oh, man. 
Ogre, do you think there's any way we could guide an asteroid towards us? I mean, is there, is there like computer code or like can we bunch buy a bunch of magnets or something to attract that that comet just to wipe us out? I'm ready. I'm ready to go down like Slim Pickens riding that fucking bomb. I can't believe he said with a straight, I hold my breath. He said that to a world of folks who have tried more than once in our lifetime to hold our breath. Fuck, we've all stick in an elevator with someone who farted. You can only wish to hold your breath well enough to keep shit out. Sure, bribe enough NASA folks to hit an asteroid with a rocket or something. All right, all right. Well, we'll, we'll need to brainstorm this because it can't happen soon enough. We need to kidnap Elon Musk and brainwash him into destroying the world. You know, look, I'm just going to say it right now. I think Elon Musk is trying to destroy the world. I, 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 look, let, let, let's just tell the truth where the truth is, shall we? Elon Musk kind of looks like a Bond villain. He does. And mainly he looks that way because he's foreign. I think that Elon Musk is like trying to signal his cohorts back on Quailable. That's his that's his home planet. Quailable. See, here here you go, Elon Musk is a Bond villain. I think Bezos is in line for the sequel. Bezos is the yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. Maybe so. Because it always works this way. The first Bond villain, of course he's going to be foreign and have an accent. That way we're going to root for James Bond. Then we have to figure out how bad the the second guy has to be super bad because he's American. So we got to root against America against James Bond. That's tough, man. I want to root against him. I ain't rooting against America. I don't know what James Bond is all about. Yeah, George Soros is the biggest Bond villain ever. Oh yeah, he's the man with the with with, with the golden anus. Um, uh, Elon Musk is like his little henchman. I think he's allowing Elon Musk to be the henchman, right? Well, to be the bad guy right now. That, that's how big George Soros is. George Soros, he's like grooming. <laughs> he's grooming Jeff Bezos. And Bezos obviously has a phallic condition like none other. That's what they're trying to break him of. Hey, man, is there any way like the next rocket doesn't really look so much like a dick? And then when you come out and your bald head is gigantic and kind of looks like a dick. Got to work on that, man. Jeff, Jeff, let's put a pin in it here. We'll talk more about it when, you know, when Mr. Soros gets back.
racist ghetto. Well, they they won't let me. They 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 they, they won't let me have my hair anymore. I I want to look like a penis, mom. But they 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 won't let me look like a penis anymore, mom. I want to quit, mom. I want to quit. She rubs the top of his head. Stop it. Uh, all right. <sighs> this is so great. Once upon a time, long, or once upon a time, in a country so, so far fucking away from us now, it's unbelievable. We had this group of people that would report to us the facts of the day, the happenings of the day, the, dare I say, news of today. And they did so in such a manner that we accepted them as truth-tellers. And we accepted them into our homes and accepted what they said was true. And they built this upon years and years and years of experience. They built this trust that we have in them in reporting the truth. So if there was ever a study from John Hopkins University that said the study that they have just con- uh, conducted found that COVID lockdowns were ineffective. And they told us to stay inside the lockdown. They were ineffective. That would be a huge story, wouldn't it? That would be like a number one story. Holy shit, one of the main things they told us to do. That'd be huge. And if you worked in the news of the day and you heard that story, you'd be like, oh yeah, we got to run this story. Because this is what is happening today. But see, we've allowed that group of people we've given this trust to now to say it. Well, is that really news, or is that, nah, maybe not so much news. Maybe you just won't say anything about that, because, you know, we really don't like that. And that's exactly what CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, and the Washington Post did. ABC, CBS, NBC also ignored the anti-lockdown study. Isn't that interesting? You ignored major news of the day. Why? Did I just did some research. On average, it's around $8,000 a private jet. On a budget of 500 k you get about 62 hours on a plane to travel around. Average American commute is 30 minutes. So about the time you spend in your car for about two months, old Vodka Lips spends half a million dollars on Yep, good old vodka lips. That's a very, very, that's a very unique put down. And vodka lips. Hey, vodka lips. I like it. I like it a lot. I've never heard anything like that. See, it caught me off guard, Christopher. Because it is so, so low hanging, if you will, but well constructed. (laughs) 
vodka, a bourbon, you can and, and you can insert anything. Well played, my friend. I like when we find new put downs, new put downs and new words to society. I hope somebody's keeping track because I'm not. I should be. I mean, we know I use karate as a verb. Oh, that's right, right, right. Senators, they senate. Senate is a verb. Rapette is when a, a rapper raps with a female rapper. That's a rapette. I like this a lot. Uh, let's see. Uh, on CNN's days are numbered. The firing squad with their so-called news personalities is going to be epic. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Do you think? Do, do, do you think that they 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 have a pecking order at CNN of who they're going to take out strategically? I mean, is Anderson Cooper like the 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 money shot? Is Anderson Cooper is that the last one? Or could it be Don Lemon? No, a little fat guy that jerked off on the video. He still has a job, and people are like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" I'd love to see the, the how it, because I don't know anybody. Well, ooh, Wolf Blitzer, ooh, Wolf Blitzer's days. I'm calling next. I'm calling it right now. Let let let's do this. Let's make this official. Let let let's just do this. Where's the right music? Oh, here here we go. This is the right music. Yeah, Kill Bill music. Calling it right now, today, which is uh, Monday, February the 7th. Wolf Blitzer is next. You know how Goldberg would always call out his opponents, and I guess he's going to fight now at Elimination Chamber, whatever. But you're next. I'm calling it. I, I need to get that Goldberg drop. You're next. Wolf Blitzer, you're next, pal. Your days are numbered at CNN. Brian Steller is on the bottom rung at CNN. He needs to get dropped. You know what? I'm just going to tell you this right now. Before the, <laughs> the merge or after. Oh, I don't know. Cooper, then Lemonhead. They'll get picked up by the other ones. Um, my dog thinks he's being summoned to duty when you play that music. <laughs> um, see, I have a feeling that Steller... Or whatever that guy's name is, the the jerk off guy, he is the bottom rung, but he's selling secrets to the enemy. I look at him as a little snitch. He's the guy that you see at the end of prison movies, always in the corner, sweating profusely for some reason because I guess rape makes you sweat so bad in prison. That's who I look at that guy as. Hey, he's the squealer who got caught. Tubin, yeah, Jeffrey Tubin. That's the guy. 
Jeffrey Tubin is going to get passed around that jail cell like a fucking string. Oh, man. Oh, God almighty. And and that's going to be, see, his, his will not be public. That's the thing is that he's going to throw everybody that he can under the bus. Wolf Blitzer, like I said, he's starting with you. Watch your back, brother. Wolf, you and I have been through the battles year in, year out, and I've respected you. I haven't liked you at all, but I've respected you. You're next, pal. Keep your head on a swivel. (laughs) Tucker refers to him as the eunuch. Oh, Jesus. But see, you know, once the eunuch starts selling people out, He's going to do something wrong and fuck up, and he's going to end up in... Nobody's ever going to even remember him. Like the Joe Pesci character in Goodfellas. That's what's going to happen to him. Uh, All right, so enough about CNN and all them idiots, them dumb shits. Uh, Let's see... I want to talk about this. So GoFundMe decided that they were going to hold up all the money that people raised for the truckers who are being a part of this big old giant convoy that's in Canada. GoFundMe has come out and said, no, no, no. We, we, we're, th- that money's going to go back to all the people that gave. The Capitol Hill uh, occupied protest. Oh, 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 okay. We'll get to that in a second. Um, so GoFundMe said, no, 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 you can't. Uh, we, we, we can't give them money because there's been violence that has gone along in this. So they've held up all their money. are going to send it back to the original people, even though. They did allow the 2020 Seattle Capitol Hill Occupy protest. You remember the chop? They allowed them to get money. Now, I don't know about you, but I recall a lot of violence that happened there. I haven't heard about too much violence in this this convoy, but if you get that many people involved that are that worked up, of course there's going to be violence, some sort of violence, some sort of fight's going to break out somewhere. But once again, like I said, we, we, we don't we don't look at that. Don't don't look over here. The GoFundMe page support Freedom Convoy was approaching ten million dollars. They've done this a couple times, um, with chop and things like that. Violence? Uh, not unless you consider liberal bouncy house violence. Businesses crashed as the Seattle police refused to respond to calls during the chop. Mm-hmm. Investigation didn't go fund me win there, Rain. Yeah, I hope so. Because now we're going to... 
once again, good for thee, but not for me? What is it? Now, now, look, I can take all this back. I can say they have every right to do it if you don't read the, the, the small print. But real quick, nobody reads the small print. It's can of the worst that they can do is bend someone's wiper plates on their car, eh? <laughs> They're pushing so-called violence, and now the government is full-on martial law over that protest. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? And and I, I you know what? I don't hate it this time. I really truly don't hate playing this this time. What did I say? If you go too far and you piss the real right off, the hard working American people, the hard working people all over, when you piss them off, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. There you go. These are the people that can shut down society. Especially these people. And like I said, I didn't hear about a lot of violence. If there is violence there, please send me the stories. Let me know. I'll I'll be I'll be honest. If there if it's loaded full of violence and we got to talk about that, we can talk about that. I don't care. But I think if they had a lot of violence going on, we'd be hearing about it. We're hearing about it because it's too big not to hear about. Uh, all right, so hopefully those truckers get that money, but if not, mm. I th- this last story or yeah this la- this last story I have such a problem with this. It, this is so unbelievable. This happened in Canada, so it's not happening here yet, but get ready. An unvaccinated father lost custody of his children, including an incompromised 10-year-old, after a judge ruled in the favor of the mother late last month. The parents who were not identified in the court ruling had separated in 2019 but shared custody of the kids last year. The mom asked to have the custody agreement changed because the father and his new wife refused to be vaccinated and in light of their daughter ongoing treatment for non-cancerous tumors in her blood vessels, she made the decision with a heavy heart but it was necessary for the child's health and coronavirus pandemic. Effects of the, oh shit, gotta get back to the real sound effect here. Omicron. 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 There we go. That's it. Okay. The court also ruled that despite the father's lack of consent, 
the mother could vaccinate the child. There you go. If the father gets vaccinated, he'll be allowed to ask the court to an urgent request to regain custody. And this all happened even after the father personally researched the effectiveness of vaccines. Judge said, no, I don't care. I don't want to see it. Huh? Yeah. So think about that. A dad lost custody of his kids over this vaccination. You mad yet? You pissed off? I know you're running it through your head right now. Oh, what about those dads that keep custody who beat the fuck out of their kids? Obviously better than a guy who won't get vaccinated. And they ain't talking about vaccinating the kid. They're talking about the dad vaccinating himself. How's that a threat to the kid? The worst violence in Canada is some French twat-faced Canadian fans overturning a bowl of poutine because other person is an Ottawa Senators fan. <laughs> oh, man. Nope. No, thank you. I don't want any part of that. Oh, goddamn. We come back. We got a break to take. We come back. Oh, the San Jose mayor has gone... Uh, Little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Lots of good Monday music for you today.
wanna do is wrong. Get up. 23 positions in a one night stand. Get up. I'll only call you after you just say I can. Get up. Could slide. Get up. 23 positions in a one night stand. Get up. I'll only call you after you just say I can. Get up. Talented boy. Around this way, so I can work on that zipper, baby. Tonight, you're a star, and I'm a big dipper. Uh, my man Stackhart says, good morning all. What a shitty week. 
I hate February. Uh, it's the month my dad passed, both his parents passed, and my favorite uncle-in-law passed now. Stackar, I can't imagine your loss. I'm so sorry, my friend. I don't like this month either. This was the end of my radio career. Birth mom died this month, all that kind of February and March, tough. But you know what we do? We get past it. We move on. You can think about it. It sucks. But they want you to move on. So there you go. Interesting. Lovey Smith becoming the new Texans coach. I haven't seen anything official yet. Uh, we'll talk about that here in just a, a, a wee little bit. All right? A wee little bit here on the show, shall we? Let's talk about the mayor of San Jose, Sam Retardo. I'm sorry, Licadico. I'm bad with words, people. It's Sam Licardo. Yeah, he's not connected. Who somehow? came up with a, a, a law or something in the uh, city of San Jose that every legal gun owner has to pay a, a gun fee of $25. Now, th- this is the best part. Are you ready? Think about this. He says, uh, the funds collected will go to the foundation overseen by Stanford professionals and uh, them epidemiologists who have focused on gun harm and nonprofit experts who understand domestic violence prevention programs, suicide prevention. The city of San Jose is trying to shake down its residents who all own guns. We're not saying it's illegal to own a gun. We're just saying if you want to own a gun, you got to pay us. Special Kill says, that sounds unconstitutional. Oh, you betcha. Oh, but wait, it gets even better. It gets even better. If by some chance you do not pay this $25 unconstitutional fee, the city will show up and seize your guns. No, no, I wasn't pounding on the desk. Those were the goose steps going by. Wow. Seize the guns. Jack, our first, my heart goes out to you and your family, but I was wondering, had they been wearing seatbelt, would they have had a chance? I mean, the accident didn't look like it. Okay. Uh, if you're wanting to take our money, then at least give the money to fund for fund violent victims. Gee, I, I love it, Ogre. You're right. Gee, I wonder if this will be contested in the court like every other gun law that is chucked out the window. Yep, it will. 
The $25 goes to anti-Second Amendment groups. But they're not trying to take our guns. No, 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 no. Just got texted. Uh, Good luck with that, San Jose. Guns just mysteriously got lost. Yeah, you know what? I was cleaning them the other day on a friend's boat, and the boat overturned, and all the guns fell into the river. Sorry about that. But not trying to take our guns. You see, if, if this isn't the most mafia-esque way I've ever seen, it's okay to have a gun. But you got to pay us first. Oh, okay. There you go. Here, here's your money, sir. Somebody comes down, uh, you got to pay us first. Uh, well, no, that's, that's not the way it works. Oh, is that so? Well, we'll just take your gun. No, no, nothing in there about paying a fine, paying city fees, anything like that. No, we'll seize your gun. By the way, the mayor, if you didn't know this already, was he's an elected official. That's right. I, I, I just want to put that out. That, that probably doesn't run the same time that your local mayors usually run with presidents and things like that. Yeah, just letting you know. So that might be one of those elections that you might want to check out. See what kind of fucking nut job is going to run your city. Now, maybe, just maybe, this is what we do. We allow the city of San Jose to do this. I don't know. I, I, I don't know which one is the more American thing to do. That we allow San Jose to do this. And they do it. And then, when all the bad guys find out that nobody has guns... Or, or the gun numbers drop significantly, the thing that will happen is violence because then criminals won't be scared to come into that area because they know maybe they'll give you a, a, a personal sign on your door if you've paid the fee. Kind of a roadmap to the stars for bad people. Crime will rise. Then what will we do? Will we finally bail them out and say, okay, enough is enough? And, of course, that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll bail them out. Okay, enough is enough. We'll send in the feds. We'll send in this. We'll send in that. We'll fix the situation. By the way, you have to wait. You're about 15 cities late. Stupid intellectual laws like this are ones for purpose only. Optics, it looks like the mayor, whoever is doing something about violence. I'm tough on crime, blah, blah, blah. Never mind, it came to fruition. It makes Mayor McCheese look busy and look like he's trying to make it better. It's the middle managers who change job titles around and change words like policy procedures in company to look like they keep busy. And all we know are useless. They're useless as tits on a bull and need to justify their employment. (laughs) 
Yes, and I once when you once when you pay your fee, you'll also end up on a public searchable record. So all someone needs to do is search your address and find out if you do or do not own a gun. Bravo! Once again. See, I, I, I don't want people to know what I have and what I don't have. You want to know why? Because I don't want them coming in the house. That, that, that's another level of protection that we have, is that fear. California in general is working on a database. Everybody's got a database. By the way, this is already proven. My, my, my little statement there about the bad guys moving in, it's already proven. And it's already proven that there is a database of some sorts out there as soon as you register your guns. A parish in Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina declared martial law, which meant they rounded up your guns. They would come to your house and they would collect your guns. Now they're going to have to give you a receipt, so with that gun now comes an address. Now that's not the bad part, even though that is a bad, bad part, is that they they confiscated weapons. Um, crime rose in three months. Almost 800%. Meaning for every one crime there was going on, there were eight more now going on. There's seven more, but eight. Why? Because there's no fear anymore. There's no fear. They're going to go in there knowing nobody has guns, nobody's going to shoot them. You know who do? Who you know who do? You know who does have guns? The bad guys that are going into that neighborhood. You want to know why? Because bad guys don't follow the law. You can ban guns all you want. Bad people will still have guns. And if there are no guns, like on the earth, then bad people will find other ways to hurt you. It's not the weapon. It's not the gun. They'd argue crime went up because of global warming, not taking weapons. Yeah, no shit. Even though we are cooling as a society, but that's that's a whole different thing. That's just shh, 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 shh. all went out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't know how I was going to really approach this story until now. There's something that's been happening that nobody's paying attention to. And when I mean nobody, I mean really not even me. I haven't even mentioned this on the show. But there's, there's a hypocrisy, a, a hypocriticism or hypocrisy. There's a hypocrisy going on right now that I find to be so very, very interesting. 
AOC and her squad, the progressives, her, that terrorist lady, and Maxine Waters. I don't know if Maxine Waters is on there. She, too, she might be too old. But in a new interview with Yahoo Finance, she said that Meta, formerly known as Facebook, should be broken up because it has too many assets built into one company. So the part I don't understand is the left has fought and and Facebook has been there to protect and, and guide the left for the last few years and now the left wants them broken up. Huh? This is the ultimate carnage of woke eating woke. This platform, this very, very powerful platform that has been the landing spot and has done everything that Democrats have ever asked them to do. Now is in fear that leaders of our country want to break up the company. Is she so dumb that she doesn't realize she's breaking up the exact umbrella that she's taking out in the rain? Is it the Olympics? Because no one's following that. Oh, I've got updates on the Olympics here, my friend. These groups of progressives, I I don't know what it is. Do they just want to take over America and, and... Eliminate anything that isn't pigment nutrient? Because that's what it sounds like. I mean, I guess I'm too white to be in the country now? Because I don't understand stuff like this. Because I don't understand what we're going to talk about. Why would Facebook then want to protect them if this group is trying to break them up? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Maybe it's because this is like a bad guy versus bad guy fighting Batman. This would be like the, if, if the Joker decided to turn on the Penguin. Quack, quack, quack. Saw the preview for the Batman movie this weekend, the long trailer at the theater. Boy, I tell you what, I, I don't know about y'all. Christopher, I don't know about you. Ogre, I don't know about you. My hopes are not very, very high on this movie. I, uh, For some odd reason, I think Robert Pattinson has the chance to do irreputable damage to the Batman character. I believe. Holy crap, Arnie, I just spent the last 20 minutes in the work bathroom channeling your bloody nose. (laughs) Worst one ever. Damn dry air and heat. 
I'm back in the office now with ice on my nose. Okay, I, I there's this thing that's out there, and and, and I, I the last time I had a really bad one, we had to go to the ER because I mean it was bad. And they gave me this little contraption that fits right on the bridge of your nose. It's like this big old thing that looks like it hold a pencil right there. And you, you push that together and you slide it on your nose. Always stops my bloody noses now. And that's why I stole a bunch of them. Because they work great. So find out what those things are. I'll send you maybe a picture later. And you carry one with you. Make that your keychain. Works like a charm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, crap. Are we already starting to deviate on the Batman? Because I'm very much looking forward to that film. I just don't know, man. I mean, I saw the preview this week, and I just don't know. I'm not saying it. it I, all I'm saying is it was a peculiar choice. That's all. Personally, I like that when we came up with on the show that John Hamm is the new Batman. I love John Hamm as Batman, but that's probably not going to happen. I'll say uh, this Batman is my favorite comic book character. The Dark Knight is the best comic book movie ever I've seen. That being said, I have almost no interest in the new Batman flick because it's nearly three hours for a new take on the genre. Bad idea. You've got too much heaviness. Bad idea in one movie. The take looks interesting, but it's just too long. It keeps my interest at this old age. I, I, I'm going to go see it. I, of course, I'm going to see the new Batman, but like I said, I, I, I do. And I don't know about y'all. I, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. The superhero genre will always be around. But starting to get a little old. I'm just saying. You can disagree with me all you want. By the way, there's a there's a few uh, movies coming out here. You see how Hollywood goes in cycles? Somebody who really, really likes like pirate-type movies has, has been let go in, in the world of Hollywood, or somebody who likes pirate stories is now green-lighting projects. There's two movies coming up in the next few months that have to do with, like, buried treasure and shit like that. Uh, let's see. When we do our reviews, feel free to call me a fucking dumbass if I like it. I might like it. Who knows? Hey, I look, I'm going in open-minded-ish that Robert Pattinson won't fuck it up. I went in open-minded, didn't think Ben Affleck would fuck it up. Boy, he sure as hell did. My daughter called me all excited on Saturday. Mom, Mom, the new Jackass movie is so good. She knows I'm going to watch it. It was good. Oh, man. I, I love it. They want to break up Facebook. Good for you. Good. Yeah, there you go. That's like defunding the police, I guess. Oh, let's see. Where do we want to go? Oh, you know what? Let, let's talk. Let, let, let's just get this out there, shall we? 
Remember last week we we talked about uh, this lawsuit that's coming against the National Football League from a coach who was let go of the Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores, I believe. Yes. He brought all these allegations like once he was told to lose games so we better our draft pick. I can see that. He didn't do it, so he didn't get the extra bonus money. Um, Once he felt slighted in an interview in Denver because they seemed disheveled. Okay. Then one group made him feel like he was just going through the Rooney rule. Okay. Ogre says, wow, did you see the Pro Bowl yesterday? Neither did I. No, I didn't watch any of it. It's a fucking Pro Bowl. Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the National Football League, who is the dumbest human being on the face of the earth, sent a memo out to teams saying the league will look to improve its efforts to promote diversity. Saying that the track record for hiring minority coaches thus far has been unacceptable. Goodell also announced the independent investigation into the allegations of tanking brought up by former Dolphins coach Brian Flores. Then goes on to say, we will, quote, reevaluate and examine all policies, guidelines, and initiatives relating to diversity, equity, and inclusion, including do they relate to gender. He's also a fag. Hashtag Gruden was right. Elway showed up hungover, which I find extremely believable. Yep. If each team doesn't have two black guys, a Latinx, and Aborigine, I'll be pissed. Let's uh, let let let's dissect this, shall we? Once again, I'm I'm not going to go through the diatribe of the the how anti Rooney rule I am. If in fact you leave a coaching candidate out because of the color of their skin, you will suffer the worst embarrassment that there is, and that's losing in the NFL. If you don't interview the best possible candidates. Yeah, fuck diversity and fix the overtime rules. We are telling, we are telling grown billionaires, billionaires, this is who we're telling. We're not telling the fans this. No, no, no. This is the rule to a, a an owner. So an employee, Roger Goodell, is telling his boss, the owners, this is what you have to do. First of all, uh, sit down and shut your mouth, Sonny, is what I'd say if I was Jerry Jones. It's our league. We make the rules. Now, if you want to put this arbitrary rule in place that we have to interview so many black candidates before we get to make our choice of who is going to lead our 
multi-billion dollar franchise that I don't get to make that decision immediately if I want to. I have to go through this rickamarole. To know that I'm going to hire this person over here. We all know that person Z is going to get hired. But because of a rule, I have to interview at least a quarter of what's left from A through Y. And I end at Y because Y. I know I'm going to hire Z. But okay, let's do it. Let's bring this person in here. They know they're not going to get the job. We know they're not going to get the job. But hey, let's take time out of our day to do this, to, uh, to, to live to the rules here. Because that's not stupid. So much like Goodell was pressuring the Rams to draft Michael Sam because he likes Dick and how we are not surprised he would pressure owners to hire based on skin color. Not only that, but referees based on gender. There are two female referees in the NFL right now, and I believe one will be doing this year's Super Bowl. Everybody wants to say wrestling's so fake. You know what, Ogre? I think you, I, I'm starting to get on board with you about how the NFL is nothing more than a big sham. We're going to put a referee on television for the biggest the the biggest event that this sport allegedly has to offer. The two best teams playing in the biggest game there is. And we're going to showcase our league and how great it is. And we're going to put this official on there because she's a black woman. Somebody who's never played the game. Somebody who's never really been in the game. But hey, we have to be inclusive. See, to me, that means that that all this is being storyboarded and written, written, just like pro wrestling. Pro wrestling has better interviews, though. Are you wondering why I'm done with football? It's no longer about the game and purely profit and political agenda. Now that the Denver Broncos are up for sale, perfect time for minority owner business to take advantage of it. We shall see if that happens. Well, th- oh, hold on a second. Let, let's talk about that. You're the current owner of the Buffalo or the the Denver Broncos. I don't know how much they're asking. What, like five billion, probably for them? Five billions, Cowboys. Oh, let's say a billion. Okay. So let's say they're asking a billion dollars for the Denver Broncos. Uh, 
are we telling black people, black business owners and millionaires and gazillionaires that they have to buy a team? We're telling them what they have to do with their money? Or if a, a group of black owners came out and offered $750 million for a team that cost a billion, and a group of white come out and they offer the billion, are we going to force them to sell it to the lowest bidder? Because of the color of their skin? Or are we telling black businessmen, millionaires, billionaires, I guess based because on the color of their skin, we get to tell them how to spend their money? Interesting, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, well, I do know because business is used to it. it. They used to be great and, and, and all this kind of stuff, but we'll live in the here and now, I guess. It doesn't matter anymore if you're qualified for the job. Do you know what your main qualification is? The main qualification to get a job in America these days is pigmentation. That's it. It's the perfect time for gazillion or black entertainers and industry moguls to put their money where their mouth is and make it the highest, best bid like Michael Jordan did, like Jay-Z did. Yes. Now, here's the caveat. What if no black business owners really want to buy? What if they don't want to be a part of the NFL? Is that okay? Hmm. I mean, you can't force somebody to buy an NFL franchise, can you? I mean, if you can, you have a special magic power. You have an any now when you used to have an Audi. Yeah. I I just that doesn't to me fit the spirit of the game. You get to the Super Bowl because you've earned a shot. You did your best all season. And that's what we want to see. We want to see the best in that game. I want to see the best refereeing crew. I want to see the best commentators. And this year we're not getting it because I believe it's CBS. Then if I can hire Meghan Markle and her enchanted cooch to convince the right people to buy a team. <laughs> Enchanto Cooch trademarked, okay. Either that or Wonder Pussy. Wonder Pussy just makes me think of Wonderbug the Dune Buggy, and I'm thinking a Dune Buggy already. I'm betting Meghan Markle's magic vagina could make somebody buy an NFL team. I wouldn't be surprised if she's in the group looking to purchase said team. 
the idea that a group can say who you can and can't hire. I'm going to hire so-and-so. Well, you got to interview all these other people. Why? Why do I have to interview all these other people? Well, they might have, well, they're not so-and-so. You see, if so-and-so wasn't available, then I'd be gladly trying to find people that had what so-and-so has in them. But since so-and-so is here and available, I'm just going to stick with the best. Pretty soon, I guess, you know, being an NFL coach is going to be like a 16-week reality show. Who wants to coach the Jaguars? Um, speaking of diversity and all that, we have an update on our favorite swimmer. And and I got to say, this makes me happy. I don't get happy a lot, but I, I like this. I like that 16. 16 of Lee Thomas's teammates urge Penn Ivy League not to fight the new USA swimming rule on transgender athletes. Now, I don't know exactly what that rule is. You can look it up. Yeah, it has to do with testosterone and all that kind of bullshit. But what it would do is it would uh, it would disqualify Lee Thomas's. Lee Thomas. You know, the pen swimmer that used to be a dude that swam on the men's team. who was once ranked 462nd swimmer as a male to the number one swimmer there. And see, this is what they don't want you to know. Um... They added, if she was eligible to compete against us, she could now break Penn, Ivy, and NCAA swimming records, feats, and could never have done the same as a male athlete in the male category. If we saw a tranny get knocked the fuck out, would people cry victim then? I love that 16 of this girl's, and I'll be nice, teammates are against her. They're saying, no, we don't want her to swim. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. And I've I've said it a lot. Life ain't fair. But you know what? Clean it up. You, 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 you You can't slant the fucking thing. And it's all this has become is a big, gigantic slant. 
I don't know what to say to transgender athletes except, hey, if you want to compete, keep competing and come up with your own league. Those 16 chicks have more balls than Leah Thomas. That's fantastic. Take your stick and balls and go home. <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, the only person I kind of feel bad for, in the, I don't feel, I, I feel terrible for the, the girls that this boy has beat swimming. I feel bad for the head swim coach. Because, you know, here's a swim coach trying to get an advantage. It's what coaches always try to do. Are they going to have to give back all the wins because that coach is in like, no, then I don't get the win. Sixteen teammates? Boy, you are not liked on that team. Jesus. I don't know how many girls are on a swim team, but I would imagine 16 is, is, is pretty much the top number, right? I mean, gum. Oh, police have an arrest in the attack outside of SoFi Stadium. Oh, boy, this is bad, too. This is so bad. A suspect has been arrested during the NFC Championship game. Brian Alexis Cifuentes was taken into custody. The injured fan, Daniel Luna, was punched, then fell and struck his head to the ground. Video captured everything, I guess, and... uh, Due to the blurry license plate, they could figure out who it was. Appears that, oh boy. Uh-oh. Luna, who owns a restaurant, was migrating in a crowd of about 16 people at the stadium. Most of them wearing what appeared to be 49er jerseys. When he pushed a man wearing a Rams jersey from behind... When Luna turned to walk away, the man pushed Luna back, the mayor said. When Luna turned, the man pushed him in the mouth, causing Luna to fall on the ground, hit his back of the head, and pretty much die. So, seems as if the Niner fans started it. Mm, that's it. Band asphalt and concrete. Amen. That'll stop them. By the way, by the way, this is real solvable. Solvable. Uh, we have laws in place for this already. 
Now, let's see. Um, pushed a man wearing a Rams jersey from behind. Okay, you initiated contact. In all essence, that is assault. Whatever that is, they started it. Game over. That wasn't a 49ers fan. It was a Raider fan trying to fit in. You're going to put these fans. Look, look, fans shouldn't be fighting at games. I agree. I think that's terrible. That's awful. I hate to see fans fight at games. So if it happens, just like any street fight that's out there, and you end up hurting someone, maybe killing someone, isn't that what manslaughter is all about? You didn't intend to kill them. It happened, and there's a, once again, that word from earlier, consequence. But what do I know? But I guess this guy's getting better in the hospital. I don't know. But at least they've caught the culprit. Uh, all right, let, let's do these real quick. Uh, the Beijing opening games, the opening ceremonies on Friday night, showed a steep decline from 2018. Wow. Man, oh, man. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You, you, you're not, you, no, 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 no. You, you're not saying. At the Olympic Games, we don't really have anybody there. The broadcasting has been doing, they're doing it from some studio in Burbank, probably. If you're going to fight at the game, at least Damone take the bets. So, okay, so story one is that the Olympic opening ceremony sucked. Not many people watched them. Yep, too damn bad. Too damn bad. Now... The early numbers coming in from Beijing ain't much better. Especially if I can't find the damn story. Man, where'd it go? I guess I deleted it already. Early numbers, not good. Early numbers doing pretty poorly right now from the opening games. Athletes are bitching about the COVID lockdowns. I mean, some gal like threw her, she opened a styrofoam container. She tested positive for it, so they have a quarantine area. Consists of like a piece of meat, some, some lettuce, a piece of cheese. It's like a prisoner's meal. Oh, after the Olympic Committee saw it, they put the, the, the lady up in a four-star hotel. Now, there is one funny story from the Olympics. One really funny story. Uh, I don't get the, the This is so hysterical to me. Uh, California, that's America, born skater Zhu Yi, 
defected to China. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I, I, I mean, wait a second. How, how do you leave America to defect to China? Is it their human trafficking that you enjoy so much? Run it dry. Um, but the problem is, so this gal who was born in America moves over to China because she's going to defect, and she wants to become an Olympic figure skater. She's so good, she made the Chinese team. The problem is her first run went disastrous, and she finished in last place. Ruh-roh. Boy, you know that's not good. You know the, the federal government was watching that one. Can you say internment camp? You had one job. Don't finish in last place. Do you know what that possibly means? That possibly means somebody from Taiwan finished ahead of them. Oh, dear God. Last place, will somebody being removed in an undisclosed alleged, alleged palace? I don't understand the food issue. Uh, the U.S. sends their own food and cooks, etc. Yeah, because the rest of the world might poison us. There you go. <sighs> oh, we, we have to say goodbye to somebody. Um, let me get the appropriate music for the uh, the goodbye I'm going to do here. Let's see. Oh, there we go. That's the perfect one. Super woke. One of the first woke people we ever ran into was, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Megan Rapinoe. And I'm sad to say that her name was taken off the United States women's soccer roster. Megan Rapinoe. Adioso from Socorro. enough okay all right that, that that is enough left off team usa's roster oh it's a sad day in mudville kids sad sad day uh all right we'll take a break here Seven seven five three five seven fans arnie radio one at gmail.com you can hit me up on mixler almost done on a monday Thank you. 
357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Yeah, not only about races, though, but, I mean, cowboys from hell. We're talking about, you know, devil worshiping and shit. Oh, the music. By the way, the music brought to you by our good friends at Patriot Diesel in Roseville. Look here, you driving a big old boy truck? Got you a Duramax, you got you a Cummins? Got you a Hemi. Uh, they don't say anything about Hemi. But Power Stroke, got you a Power Stroke. Something's not right, you can't figure it out. Well, give them a call, 916-792-6767. Check them out. On the World Wide Web, Patriot Diesel Roseville, all one word, dot com. Then you're like, hey, I got to have these guys fix my car. Where are they at? They're at 800 Sweet D, Riverside Avenue. And rumor is that the Sweet D isn't just the location. So, yeah. Um, now, nobody. When I see a story like this, though, kind of makes me bubble up in pride. Especially as I read the headline. About this fine young American who over the weekend. A United States hacker. In his pajamas. Took down North Korea's internet in revenge for a cyber attack carried against him by Pyongyang. The hacker who goes by the handle of PX4 said he carried out the attacks after he himself was targeted by hackers. So he says, hey, North Korea, check out what we do here in America while we're staying at mom's garage, eating cocoa puffs at 7.45 p.m. in a bathrobe that's never been washed and our pajamas, we're gonna shut your shit down. That right there is the American spirit at its finest. say hire this man immediately and give him a shit ton of money how great is that oh you're gonna target me well i'm just gonna shut all your shit down <laughs> well that's like that, that that's kind of, that that's bigger than a pimp slap that's like uh, that's that's like a, a fucking pimp right right cross usually you have to work your way up to that he said nope Oh man! All right, so there you go. So we have we we have a hacker here in America that can shut down all of North Korea's internet. That's fantastic. 
That is so good. That makes me sleep at night. Stories like that make me sleep at night. And then there's Kanye West. Fuck you too. Yep. Just when you think Kanye might have found the right mixture with his medication. He goes off and does something wacky again. Kanye West went on social media Friday to ask for help from the internet for advice regarding how to get his daughter North off of TikTok during his divorce with Kim Kardashian. Um, um, oh, but the election wasn't tampered with. Oh, there's a story about a BLM leader, uh, the BLM founder. Hold on a second. Let me check these emails. Uh, the BLM founder in Tennessee has been sentenced to six years in prison for illegally voting. Just real quick. Just read this real quick. Uh, Black Lives Matter uh, chapter founder in Tennessee was sentenced six years in prison for illegally registering to vote while serving probation. There you go. Nothing to see here. No votes here. Uh, throw her phone in the lake. Well, this is what I th- th- this is what I I want to talk about here. <clears throat> I may be unpopular for saying this, but I agree with Kanye. Why does their eight year old need to be on TikTok with millions of followers? Just seems like a bad idea. But that's just me, who know how many pedos are out there watching her. Valid points. Valid points arise. I I agree completely. I'm not going to uh, say that's unpopular at all. I, too, would not want my eight-year-old to be on TikTok, especially going through the divorce that I'm about to go through. Now, add on about a million times more pressure because you're Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Your kids know this, okay? Here's who it comes down to. It comes down to mom and dad talking. Now, I know that these two are not talking, but it comes down to the adult's decision to say if said child should be or not should be. This is a conversation that should have already happened. Now, there are plenty of parents out there who disagree with what your Arise and I are saying. Damn it, I like that pin. Come back, pin. Okay, it's back. Um, he's asking for help. Why didn't you have this conversation before with your wife, sir? You were having a baby. I don't care that you're Kanye West and she's Kim Kardashian. 
It's a baby. The baby has no clue who you are. It's a baby. How about you look out for the best interest of the baby first rather than your careers or what's going on in your divorce? But I know that babies in that family are just as good as the accessories that they carry them in. What's the difference between that and posting pictures and videos? Nothing. Those are other things that you have the discussion about. I mean, should have sent that shit to Brangola. I'm pretty sure that when they were filming the show, he was against kids being seen on it. At least I recall that. I think he's always been of that viewpoint. To keep kids sheltered. And that's his, and and you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. He and his wife should have discussed that, and they they keep it in play. Now, something happens, and something has happened. They're getting divorced, and Kim doesn't believe in that. She believes in exposure because it's good for her. Then that's her role as the mama. Long as the kids ain't getting beat and they're getting fed and they're doing all this kind of stuff, it don't matter. It's there to sit. We can disagree with all we want, but who the fuck are we? Yeah, it doesn't give them a good, fair shot at life. Well, that's the mom's. And we can only go so far. Uh, there's a creeper watching. His uh, name is Pete Davidson, and he's in the house. <laughs> I also agree when my son uh, saved up and got an old iPad. I sold it to him, not gave it to him. We immediately put screen time limits and app controls on it. Hell, we even put controls on YouTube to make sure he's not watching some fucking pervos. Yeah, see, this is the thing. And ass family, you guys get it a lot more than anybody else, and I, I, I give you credit where credit's due. You know what you're doing. You're raising an adult. You can treat your kids like little kids for a while, but you're going to have to start teaching them other stuff, you know, after you let them be a little kid for a little while. You don't have to teach them how unfair and how unruly the world is at nine. But for God's sakes, you got to teach them at some point. Got to teach them some responsibilities. Uh, Stagger, 10 years from now, Pete Davidson and Northwest will be an item. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure of it. I mean, how many guys will have gone out with Kim that go out with one of their kids? We'll see it. How bad is it going to be when that that circle is the circle that's running the country, like, politically? Uh, I know that's way down the road. But fuck that noise. So, Kanye, my advice to you is this. Be a parent and talk to your wife. 
And if she disagrees with you, then when it's daddy's weekend to have the children, there will be no cameras. When it's mommy's three weeks to have the children, mommy can do what she thinks is right. Isn't it sad that we're that we're having like like the the child people, all, all the all the people that help you know sick kids and shit like that. When they go and they take kids from houses and they know it's wrong, but it's by the letter of the law, and they leave them at houses like this. Those kids, look these these Kardashian kids that are being born now whatever the fuck they are, these kids are in for such a... We haven't seen the brutal nightmare that is going to be Jenna Jameson's child. Don't see a lot of these porn kids coming forward going, yeah, my mom was a porn star. That's going to help society a lot. Mm, 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 mm. I always like to see like when 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 bad things happen to really rich people, but this this kind of does suck. I foresee more porn, drug use, DUIRS, domestic disturbances, etc. Yeah, you're like Poxitani Phil, but for for bad. I see ten more years of it. All right. Bride and groom Jessica and Matt were all set to tie the knot at a lavish ceremony with 200 guests. At Brooklyn Pier 1 Hotel. For the price of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's what it said. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. A lawsuit filed on behalf of Marjorie and Russell Newman, who footed the bill for their daughter's big day, including $150,000 on flowers alone. Uh, oh, wait, before we go back to the devastating wedding story here, my sister's dealing with this now. Five children with her soon-to-be ex-husband, 13 and younger. He works for Apple, so all the kids have all kinds of devices. My sister doesn't like it. So when they're at her house, she monitors the time they spend playing on games and such. Good, she's being a parent. All right, so back to this couple whose, whose mom and dad bought $150,000 worth of flowers. Let me just say this right here. You can do whatever you want with your money. But I would kick you square in the fucking head if you told me you spent $150,000 on flowers. They're flowers. Did you buy them all? I mean, there's not a flower left on earth. If you $150,000 on flowers. Do the do 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 we get to eat them at least? 
No. It's flowers. How about we go and just pick some? But I digress. Less than an hour into the reception, the wedding was moved from a spacious, well-decorated reception hall to a bare-bones after-party room that only fit 60 people and had only seating for about 12. Quote, there was no place to sit. There was no, not one flower in that room. I find that hard to believe. If somebody spent $150,000 on flowers and there's a room at a resort that doesn't have a goddamn flower in it, I find that very hard to believe. Most of the adults besides our very good friends and family left at this point because nobody had a clue of what was going on. The abrupt relocation confused guests. Jessica Alvoice, the bride, a social worker from Gramercy Park, was devastated that this once-in-a-lifetime celebration turned chaotic. They pulled the rug out from under us. The, 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 the groom said. The bride has a hard time looking at her wedding album. She gets upset every time she sees pictures. This was all due. All due to residential condos in the building. <laughs> That's right, they had noise restrictions that passed three weeks before the wedding and the hotel never made them aware of it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They never brought it up to us. They never gave us a chance to move the venue. The family is demanding $5 million for the destroyed wedding caused by a breach of contract and the deceptive concealment of the sound restrictions. Now, now this was just the reception, okay? They're married, so there you go. Congratulations on, on tying the knot. That hotel was like, you know what? We keep lawyers on retainer. Let's fuck up in spectacular fashion and get sued to make them earn their keep. <laughs> this is, and, and and you know there are a lot of people out there. This is the this is what I love about human beings in general. There's a lot of people saying, okay, it's a wedding. Get over it. There are a lot of people saying, oh, that's bullshit. You know, it, it, that's bullshit. And don't question the people who say it's bullshit because more of them, I think there's a bigger majority saying it's bullshit, mainly because 
every woman on earth is saying that's bullshit. Well, I shouldn't say every woman. There might be a couple dykes out there that don't. I'm sorry, lesbians. I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get going too fast. Uh, they're just, I, 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 the wedding day is something that men will never, ever understand. I've talked about it on this show a number of times. Wedding day is something that men will never, ever understand because as boys, we're not running around, walking down aisles, taking off garter belts as young men, even though that would be disturbing. No, we're playing sports or we're trying to kill each other. We're throwing actual darts at one another. Unripened fruit seeds. Because those sting like a motherfucker. We're throwing those at each other. Why? Because men are simple and, i.e., dumb. Little girls are dreaming about the day that you're going to get married because, well, we teach them to dream that way, so they're going to dream that way. And I got to say, I would question this. I would question, when you were a little girl and you were dreaming about it and all this kind of stuff, did it live up to it? Or was it just something you thought of and you're like, okay, this is good? Or did it live up to the hype? Because I'm betting it misses the hype. And whether it misses the hype or not doesn't even matter because it's their day. Just let them do what they want. If you can't afford it, sure, talk to them about it. Tell them this is why communication comes in so much. But it's their day, guys. And I feel bad for this hotel's lawyers because they if they get a sympathetic judge, they're going to lose their ass. <laughs> Women, why don't you dream of cleaning my house and making my dinner? Where's the broth? I'm I'm here to say, look, man. If if the building knew that, they got to tell the people that 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 ain't right. That ain't right to fuck up somebody's wedding day. The and and the idea that that and and I'm not saying it's. This is the thing when I talk about this. So many people think I'm, I'm, I'm slamming women or I'm being misogynistic, but I'm not. I'm trying to be as respectful as I can to when you were a little kid and you dreamt of this. See, this is the thing that boys don't understand because, dare I say it, women, they dream of things that could actually happen. A lot of people say, well, that's not really dreaming. Yes, it is. It's still a dream. To achieve your dreams... Maybe it's a woman's dream to get married. I don't know. She has this dream scenario. We have no clue. Our dream scenario is catching a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, hitting a home run in the World Series to win it all. But see, those are unattainable for most men. See, it can be done, but most men aren't going to do that.
not saying it's every woman's dream. Uh, but, you know, something they spend a lot more time on than we do. And to ruin that the way that this hotel did, shame on you. Shame on you. Everybody that works at that hotel, don't. I hope you're not single because nobody's going to date you. They're going to talk about that place. They're going to be like, girl, you don't want to go there. Uh-uh, they hate love. Why you got to hate love? I don't know. I don't work there. I'm sorry. I got in a little conversation there. Shouldn't have gotten into. Uh, let's see. Does anybody have a heads up on this Navy SEAL story? Navy SEAL this weekend died and another candidate hospitalized after completing Hell Week in San Diego. Hell Week is, you know, I I hate seeing stories like this because God forbid that the wrong people are in power. But what Hell Week is, is you pretty much run 200 miles, run and swim 200 miles pretty much, work out for about 20 hours a day, and sleep fewer than four hours for a week. Because, see, what you're training to do is to be the tip of the spear. Which means you are the most elite soldiers that we have. Now, I'm sorry to read this story about this candidate. Um, These candidates, I should say. I don't know what caused it. There are going to be a lot of people that come out and they're going to equate things like this to the the jab. I don't know if it has anything to do. I'm not going, I'm not writing it up to anything. I would probably die. It look, look, I would die walking from the bus into the where I change. I don't know what caused this. I, I don't know if they're saying it's COVID. But to try to come down and say, oh my gosh, this is so brutal. This is so terrible. Developing pneumonia happens frequently in buds. And that's what they call that. If, if you're in buds, you go through hell week to make it to buds. It's a price that you're willing to pay. Now, I think it's terrible that there's a young fellow in the hospital and another young fellow who died, but they paid that price. Look, to be the premium performer, you have to be willing to give the premium sacrifice. Well, I'd rather die in combat. Well, it doesn't matter if combat's going on and you, you have no idea. A missile's about to hit you. Were you really in combat? Of course you were. All you have to do is what? There's one simple caveat that will answer every question about every every 
workplace out there. This is all you have to do. Do your fucking job. That's it. Do you know how easy that is? You show up to work on time. You do your job to the best of your ability. You get done, you go home, and now you're with your family. Good morning, Brett. What's up, buddy? That's the way it used to be. Now you wake up, you test yourself, you get ready to go out, you test yourself again. And you put your mask on, you drive around town with the mask on, windows rolled up. Get to your place, yeah. Keep the mask on even though it's killing you. But condolences to this young uh this young uh SEALs SEAL candidate, I'm sorry, this candidate training to become a Navy SEAL because he too wants to be a tip of the spear. He wants to do the most he can for this country. So, there you go. Well, I haven't told my jokes today. I don't remember one of them. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, why did why did the uh, bandmates hurt Kurt, hate Kurt Cobain? Why did bandmates? Now we got it. There we go. There we go. All right, let's get it all all working together now. Why did bandmates hate Kurt Cobain? Because he always kept shooting his mouth off. The other one is, uh, what did the leper say to the hooker? Honey, keep the tip. Hey, now, you see, because he's a leper. You get it? You, you, you get it? Okay. Who's never taken a bat flu test? Me. I've never taken one either. I've probably had it like six or seven times. Hmm. Let's see. Let's do this one here. Um, you know, since I'm on the surprising mode today, how about we do this? This will be good. This will be real good here. If it clicks over. Experts are sounding the alarm. Oh, my. They're sounding an alarm. That teachers are leaving the profession and nobody wants to take that job. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Duh. Laura Reynolds cried when she found out her university was shutting the early childhood and elementary education program she was in. One of the last three students in the program, she will graduate this spring. So it's a girl who wants to be an elementary school teacher, and they're shutting that down. 
Why? Because they don't have anybody to replace her. Are we really surprised that people don't want to be teachers anymore? Let's take a look at things. The pay sucks. Hours, eh, it's pretty not bad, not bad. Good vacation time, okay, all right, not bad, not bad. You have to raise other people's children for the most part? Oh, yeah, it's big con. Nope, that ain't for me. You have to deal with parents. That would be that would that would definitely be a con. It's like the cons are outweighing it. I give props to anybody that wants to be a teacher now. I really do. There's no way I could ever do it because I'd bust a kid in his mouth. No, I was a little skeptical of the duh soundbite. Turns out the proper context, it is amazing. Yeah, he asked if you went to the University of Duh. I, I had to get it down because this one just was funnier to me. Duh. But yes, you were very right, Ken Dog. <sighs> Look, man, when it comes down to it. You couldn't pay me enough to be a teacher. That, to me, is a calling. And, and, and I love the teachers out there. Uh, teachers' unions, not so much, but that's that's not you. But teachers? I think we should enact a law that if you hurt a teacher, that, it, first of all, it's a felony. It, 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 and secondly, you have to go to Gitmo. Artie, where do you find your sound bites? I find them everywhere. Internet. Just look for the internet. Uh, put up video of. Get it on there if you have the right uh, editing equipment. Boom, boom, boom. No problem. <laughs> and no, the University of does not owe you, Arnie. Is that then the University of Fabulous? Why are people sounding off the alarm? People should have started sounding off the alarm, I don't know, two, three years ago when elementary education wasn't that big of a, uh, a thing to colleges. Wasn't much of a major. Hey, uh, we're having less people in this class now. Oh, no big deal. Those kids will learn. Huh? I don't know how bad it's going to be before we have to realize as a country that if we don't invest in education, we will not have anyone in the classrooms to teach our students. Sir, sir, uh, do you realize that the United States spends more on education 
than every country combined? Oh, oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Dumb shit. Bills, bills, bills. I need jobs to pay them. Student loans. State employees need a raise. That's rough. Yeah. (laughs) So dumb. Experts are sounding the alarm. I don't really think they're sounding the alarm. But, hey, something to keep an eye on. Your kids' schools. You know, might be crazy. All right, final story of the show today. It's a doozy, too. Christopher, you might have seen this one, so don't don't, don't beat me to it. Tragedy has struck the Lee family of Fresno, California. Lee, who died on September 21st of last year, wasn't really who they thought he was. In the middle of the funeral, however, to the extreme shock and surprise of all the attendants, the Lee family opened the casket to find the wrong body. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The funeral home had dressed Cher Lee in the Kang family member's ceremonial funeral clothes and was now in the open casket in place of the departed Kang family member. Because of the mix-up, the Lee family now worries that their beloved grandmother will not make it to their final resting place. The afterlife and its uh, perpetration of extreme significance for both the living and departed, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what's going on with it. I I mean, but look, look, you, you put the wrong body in there. How do you put the wrong body in there? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I like. And by the way, what what happens if you just say, well, they all look alike? If you're going to a to mung a fresh corpse, please put it back into the right casket. Came out to David Lee Ross, I ain't got no body. <laughs> Good God. 
Just brought me up weekend, weekend at Bernie style. Wait a second. You know, something feels off here. Let's check the casket. Hey, that's not him. All right, people. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, this week, I'm going to try to play all the songs from this album because this is the, uh, I believe, the 40th anniversary of one of my favorite George Strait albums, Beyond the Blue Neon. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody. You've got to have an ace in the hole A little secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble, a game we all play But you need to save something for a rainy day You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one roll You've got to have an ace in the hole If you're headed down a one-way street not sure it's the way you want to go In money or love or all the above Have a little more than what you show When life deals out a surprise Have a few surprises of your own No matter what you do, no matter where you go You've got to have an ace in the hole secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble, a game we all play But you need to save something for a rainy day You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one roll You've got to have an ace in the hole is outside waiting to arrest him.